campus. But anyway, come on. That's my mama on the screen. And some of you have known me for a while. Some of you are from Germany just meeting me. That's my mama. What do you call your mama in German? What is it? Mama. Mama. Not mom. Mother. Mother. Mama. In German. Isn't that cool? That's what I call. See, I tell people I'm highfalutin. I speak German now. Look at that. It's right there. I'll tell you that right now. Amen. Don't mess with me. But that's the last time I saw Mama alive in that picture. There are probably better pictures. But that's the last time I saw her at my brother's wedding in July of 93. She had made that dress she's wearing. And that's typical of Mama. Smiling. Whether there's a picture or not. To be taken, she'd smile. She'd hum a lot. When she was working. She loved to work. I got a message for you. Here we go, Raj. I can't get too sideways because we got out of time. I remember the gleam in my mama's eyes when she would put her gift in the offering plate. That's the title of my message today. You got to give God His first. Say that with me. You got to give God His first. And that's what would happen. She'd take that offering. I was a stingy rascal. And we just started going to church, man. I'd become a Christian. But Mama started giving to the Lord. It won't much, but it was important to her. You hear me? Nobody made her feel like she's got to do it. You got to do it or God won't bless you. That's the TV preachers that do that today. You hear me or not? Excuse me. It's bull. Amen? God wants your heart. He gets your heart. He's probably going to get the stuff too. Amen. Say. But that's what mama would do when she'd put that gift in the offering plate. She was happy when she did it. Are you hearing me? This ain't a message about the offering today. I'm just throwing this out because this is what she said to me. I'm just trying to tell you what she said. She was happy. And with a smile, she would say this. Say it with me. She would look at me and she'd say this. Say it out loud. Here we go. Pop it up, Raj. You gotta give God His. Here's a new year on us. How long is it gonna be before you start giving God His first? Say, we're gonna go on a diet. I'm going on one too. Good. Come on, join me. But what about, what about putting God first in your life? Why not this year? Why not 2019? That's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to put Him first. From here on, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give Him His first. He ain't going to be second, third, fourth, fifth anymore. That's what Mama did. You'd be surprised what God can do in your life. And He can do it in a hurry. He can do it in a hurry when you give Him His first. I got a simple message, and Rod will push me now. Here we go, buddy. Let's roll, baby. Here we go. That attitude of giving and living for God, it permeated my mama's life. It was incredible the way she wanted to give and do. But it was, it was way deeper than just that offering on Sunday morning. Oh my gosh. That was just, that was just, that was just something she did out of an outflowing of other things in her life. Amen? Incredible. You've got to give God His first, Gary. I'd hear her tell me that. 
When mama came to Jesus Christ, listen, she didn't start out. When you got to give God, it wasn't like that. My mama was a wreck before she became a Christian. My mother was a drunk. She worked hard as a waitress during the day, and then she'd come home by Jean's Tavern, right? Right behind the church over there, ain't it? She'd beep, beep, beep. Jean had come out with a six-pack. She'd go home and drink it. About two hours later, that old black LTD up Caroline Street, like Cruella DeVille. Go to that tavern, beep, beep, out come another one. She might do that three times. That was my life growing up. Are you hearing me or not? And she'd be drunk when she went to bed. She was a wreck. She started living with this man after she divorced my daddy. Brought him into the house. Guy in the house down the hall having sex with my mama. Not a way you want to grow up, okay? Say. Especially a pig. She married him. And now what's going around, what goes around comes around. Now he ain't coming home. Ain't that funny? Say. And she was sitting there drunk one night and Billy Graham came on TV. Before remote control days. And Billy had her. Pap's Blue Ribbon had her and Billy had her. And God had her. Amen. And she got hope that night that there's a God, that I'm loved, that I matter, that I have value. And she told her hell-raising son, me, when I came in for party, we're going to church in the morning. And we went without a car, walked to Temple Baptist Church where he's the pastor. Needless to say, Mama came empty-handed when she came to Jesus. Say empty-handed. That's the problem with most of us. We got stuff. We got education. We got life. We got religion. We got this. We got that. You know what? Your stuff doesn't matter. When you come to God, you come humble. Say humble. I'll reject the proud, God says. You come humbly before the Lord. I'll tell you what, He'll receive you. He did, Mama. Amen. And Mama got saved on December 18, 1977. She, at that church right there, real place, she made the decision to personally put her faith and trust in God's Son, Jesus Christ. My Mama didn't know squat. They told her from the Bible, God loves you. They told her from the Bible, God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. And my mama was just dumb enough to believe it. Changed her life. Y'all hear me or not? I know you think I'm crazy. Some of you are like, you shouldn't say language like that. You'll be fine. So Mama say, got saved. Y'all listening to me? Now she knew very little, but she accepted best she knew how. That's how I pray for you here. Many times we'll close the service. We're going to do it a little bit for people to put their faith in Jesus. Many times in my prayer I'll say to the Lord, Lord, you know I don't understand it all, but best I know how. Amen. Say, where did I get that from, Mama? You don't have to know it all to be a Christian. Know-it-all Christians are a pain in the rear end. Yes or no? Amen. Good grief. But you know what? She knew that Jesus was real. She knew there's no way this planet's just going to blow up and here we all are. <laughs> she knew there must be a God. And the Bible said that God had a son. That's what we just celebrated Christmas. 
And he died on a cross. That's what we celebrate Easter. And that he loved me. And she believed it. And the rest is history, baby. Amen. And I got saved too. God's really changed us. Keep looking. So the message today, three points. Here they are. You've got to give God his first. So would you say this with me? Number one, she gave God her what? First. That's what she did. Have you given the Lord your heart? I'm not talking boom, 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 boom. I'm talking down here in your gut. You know if you're going to hell or not. Or you know if you're going to heaven. Why? Because I have put my faith in Jesus. Can you say that today? I know it. I know it. Is it like, oh, I'm a good person, maybe? Well, then guess what? You ain't got it. Down in your gut, do you know deep down inside, if today we leave here and something happens bad, I know I'm going to go be with the Lord. Would you give God your heart today? Say, down in your gut, would you say, I am going to honestly, 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 finally in my life, tell Jesus Christ, I believe in Him. Just as I am, I come to you, Lord. Save me today. I put my faith in you. Just like you said, if I would do, I would be saved. Have you done that? Have you done it? Think about it. You've got to give God His what? Your heart really belongs to Him. He bought you with His blood. But you must, you must confess Him. You must believe in Him. He's not going to shove it down your throat. It's the way it is. Yes or no? Got it? That's what she did. Here's what, here's what my mama said to the Lord. If you'll have me, here I am. And you know what God said? Look at it. Look what God said. Here it is. I'll have you. That's what God will tell you today. If you'll have me, here I am. And God will say, well, I'll have you. Amen. Because God is love. Yes or no? Is God love? Absolutely. He'll have you. That's what he did with mom. It's the, it's the start that stops most people. Why don't most people go to heaven? It's the start. It's the start that stops them. You mean I've got to like, uh, I can't take credit? Nope. You mean I can't buy my way there? Nope. You mean it's not me going to church and being good? Nope. It's believing in Jesus Christ and Him alone and nothing else. And it's that start right there that stops most people. You'd think it'd be the easiest thing on the planet, wouldn't you? Yes or no? That's why Jesus said, don't, don't you deny children coming to me, because children are humble and trusting. As we get older, we get stubborn and think we know it all. Amen. The kingdom of God is like a little child. If you want the kingdom of God, you better be like a little child and start believing in Jesus again. Amen. You hear me? Yes or no? Come on, I'm just talking. You can come up with a million excuses why you can't give God your heart. So what? I can do that. Everybody can do that. I already quoted it. God loves you so much. He gave His Son for you. Keep pushing. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, not Buddha, not Mohammed, those are all losers. You hear me? Yes or no? Jesus is the only Son of God. You can't say that, Clark. That's not politically correct. Good. I'm glad I said it. Now you know. Amen. I don't want to give a false gospel. I want you to know the truth. Amen. The truth will set you what? Amen. 
Confess with your mouth, Jesus, believe in your heart. What's that mean? Down here. Truly where we really believe. Y'all know what I'm talking about, don't you? And you'll be saved. Give God your heart first. Trust in the Lord with all your what? Don't lean on your own understanding. That'll lead you to a ditch. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He'll direct your path. You mean my mama, drunk, He'll direct her path? He sure did. She became a champion for Christ. It's incredible. He wants you. He loves you. He accepts you right where you are. You hear me or not? Got me? I try not to talk above people's heads. Are we all on the same page or what here? So that's number one. You've got to give God His first. So she first gave God her what? Got it? How about you? Let's go. We've got to go. We ain't got all day. I'm glad the Vikings are playing at 4.30, though. I'm just saying. I'm good. Here we go. <laughs> I'm horrible. Number two, she gave God her what? So she first gave God her what? And then she gave God her what? Do you got the order right? Get God down here before you start doing out here. The church is full of us doing out here today. I'll flop like a chicken. Look at me. <sighs> Get God in your heart, yes or no, and then give Him your life. That's what she said. Here's what Mama said. If you can use me, use me. Me? God could use my Mama? Did we live in a bad part of town, Joey? Is it one of the worst? Linda said it earlier. Basically, you'd have called people from where I'm from trash. I'm going to tell you something right now. Nobody's a piece of trash. Do you hear me? And it's not just poor people and people that don't have. And drunks and people on drugs that can feel like they trash. I've met a lot of people with all kinds of money and education. They feel like they're absolutely nothing. Yes or no? Amen. That's why we hammer here. Hammer here. You matter. You have value. Amen or oh me. Say it with me. I'm not a piece of trash. One, two, three. Now, can we say it loud like we're mad about it and somebody telling us that? One, two, three. That's how God feels about you. You're not a piece of trash. You give Him your heart, He'll save you. You give Him your life, He'll use you. You hear me? Look at me talking like I do, acting like I act. we got one of the most successful churches around. It certainly can't be me. <laughs> Amen. God can use strange things, can't He? I had a dream the other night. I wasn't going to tell you. I still believe in dreams. I still believe in dreams. I think a lot of them are kooky and quacky and nuts, okay? But I do believe when you sleep, God doesn't. And He can talk to you when you're sleeping. I believe that. Why? Because it's in the Scriptures and I've experienced it. It's just a fact. But not a lot of them. A lot of them, you ate too much pizza the night before. You've been watching a spooky movie. But the other night I had a dream. I can't get into the whole thing, but bottom line is I've done plays in my life and performances, believe it or not. And so I was hired to go out somewhere in the middle of the country and play the life of this famous man. I get there two days early for the part. The script's this thick. 
Scene one. I about got scene one memorized. Okay, it's just a dream. I have a great time when I sleep. I go all over the world. But anyway. <laughs> the night of the performance, I'm meeting the dignitaries and all that. And we're doing it at this big fancy place that he owns. And the man's still alive. He ain't much older than me. Why don't he play his own part? <sighs> so time's ticking now. And there's no way I can get before that audience and play his part. There's no way. And I just told him. I said, let me tell you something. The house was packed. There's no way I can get there and do your part, sir. No way. He said, well, I'm going to sue you then because I've hired you. I said, well, you'll just have to do what you're going to do, Jack. I said, but here's what I'll do. You be you and I'll be me. And we'll go on that stage tonight together. And I'll be me and you be you. Because I can't play you. And I woke up. You know what that dream means? Gary, be you. Don't play somebody else. Did you hear me or not? Now you probably think I'm crazy. Guys talking about dreams at the fellowship church. Well, I'm just telling you the truth what happened. But don't you think there was a lesson in that dream? Yes or no? Simple, right? God can use you being you. The church has screwed up a lot of people because they try to make them something that they're not. Yes or no? You know, God really likes you. He loves you. Now, if we got sinful habits, of course he, he ain't too happy with all that. But that's where he comes in. Yes or no? Amen. But don't, you don't have to change you. Let him use you. That's what mama did. Keep going. Keep going. The woman at the well, living with four or five men, married to four or five, living with another one. A sinful woman. She'd have been stoned in her day. Jesus started talking to her at the well, remember? Jesus answered and said unto her, Whoever drinks of this water, you're going to thirst again. But if you drink of the water that Jesus is speaking to her that I give you, you'll never thirst. Water I give will be inside you, a well of water, spring up into everlasting life. And the woman said, Sir, please give me this water. That's what I think of my mama saying. Thank you, Lord. Give me, give me you that I never thirst again, never have to come back to this well. It's so empty here. The woman said, I know Messiah is coming, which is called Christ. When He comes, He's going to tell us things. And Jesus said, Look at, listen, ma'am, listen. You speaking to Him. You just happen to run into Him at the well. And his disciples walked up and marveled that he talked to the woman. Why? Why? Because she's a piece of trash. Yes or no? Amen. What that means right there, that means that's what they thought about her. Yet no man said, why are you talking to her? You know why? Because they know he would have popped her right in the face. You don't see Jesus like that, dude. He's so nice. Jesus loved people. I'm going to tell you something right now. He's always standing up for people. Did you hear me, yes or no? Amen is right. Praise God. Hallelujah is right, ma'am. The woman then left her water pot. That woman, that simple woman, after she met Jesus, she went her way in the city. She started telling men, listen, she started saying, come see this man which told me everything I've ever done. Is not this the Christ. Then the whole city went out to meet Jesus. I guess people can be used of God. They don't have the best pedigree. Yes or no? Amen. Y'all, am y'all bored to tears of this message? Hope you're hearing today. Give God your what? Heart. Give God your what? 
life. Her life didn't seem like it was much to give, but she gave it anyway. Quit arguing with the Lord. I ain't got nothing to give. How about you start giving your life today? See what happens. She started her little church by loving people. That church they passed her right there. That's the church. She had been a waitress for many years. She had good communication skills before she became a Christian. You know what? She started using those communication skills to reach people. Hey, how about it? Amen. She didn't know how to use them, but she used it anyway. She was now using these gifts that she had for God. She brought a love into that little country church. It changed that little church forever. That's my mother with a group of ladies that she loves so much. They made a quilt for Joey and Linda. Joey still looks the same. Don't you want to throw a baseball at him? <laughs> look at him. Linda, you look beautiful, though. I like your hair now better than that picture. That's some snazzy hairdo you got going on today. I'm just saying to you. But anyway, I wish I had hair like yours. But I'm just saying. But that quilt was given to them one month or so before my mother was murdered. She also took that love that she had and communicated it to the people in that town called Rockingham. What do we say here at Fellowship Church? We love Jesus and we love who? One thing I try to get you to do is make Inglewood your town. Now, you might be from Venice. You might be from Port Charlotte. The point is, make where you live your town. Why are you going to always be pining and whining for where you're from when you ain't there no more? Why not live your life for Christ right where you are? Amen. Let the post people, post men, women, let them be your post man and woman. You understand? Let the lady down at the McDonald's be the lady at your McDonald's. You see, yes or no? Let Lemon Bay High School be your what high school? You understand or not? Go ahead and take ownership of this place. That's what Mama did. Let God use you. Here's a letter I received from their friend. Reporter at the newspaper. Dear Gary, like so many others, the death of your mother has been a tremendous shock to me and a huge loss to Temple Baptist Church and to the community. I am, of course, not a member of Temple, but I have had close ties with the church and with Joey and Linda to this day. Written in 93. But I think it shows how far-reaching the influence of your mother's life went. I've met a lot of people through my work at the newspaper, and many bring in something about their children that they want to get published. But Ann Riley, Ann Clark Riley, made herself different. It was the sparkle in her eye and that piercing Christ-like love that broke through surface casual conversation. There's no doubt how much she loved you, and I'm always touched by that, but there's no doubt how much she loved me either. She made me feel like I was part of her family, too. Gary, I doubt your life and mine will cross paths again until we get to heaven. And so far, they haven't. But I had, but I've had the chance to meet you thanks to a mother's love for her son. Please let this letter be my way of saying your mother was an exceptional woman. She set herself apart from the run-of-the-mill Christian. I'm truly sorry she was stolen from you in the manner in which she died. You have my deeply felt sympathy. I'll miss Ann to Jeff Holland. She made a difference with her life. Y'all listening to me or not? We can do that, guys. You can give God your heart. You can give God your life. And you can make a difference. How about 25 years after you're gone? 
first service, Linda got up here and cried. She was a little bit weepy through the second one. You think somebody will cry for you 25 years after you're gone? It's not too late to make a difference in somebody's life. Did you hear me or not? It's not too late to give God your heart, to give God your life. Are you hearing me? You don't just have to come to Florida and exist. We want to live for the Lord. Amen. I know many of you do. I want all of you to do it. Keep looking. Number three and we're done. She gave God her what? So she gave God her what? Gave God her. And gave God her. She said, if you can use this, then you can have it. That's what she told the Lord. You know what God said? Say it with me. How many in this room, you, you might call yourself a little kooky, a little quacky, but you've given things and done things for the Lord that may be a little bit different. Can I see some hands? You've just done a few little different things, a little odd. But isn't that cool? Isn't that cool stuff? You'd be surprised how God can take what you got and who you are and use it for His glory. But this I say, He that sows sparingly is going to reap sparingly, and he that sows bountifully will reap bountifully. Every man according as he purposes in his heart. People give on purpose. So let him give, not grudgingly, not mad, or of necessity, not sad. For God loves a what? God wants us to give like that, guys. You hear me? We're not just talking money here. We're talking about our town and our life and helping people and loving people. What's beautiful, yes or no? Amen. God's able to make all grace abound toward you that you always will have all sufficiency in all things and abound every good work. How many have got way too much stuff? God's blessed you so much. Let me see some hands. Isn't that crazy how God's so good to us? Mama would say this to me. It's not in the message. You can't outgive God. You ever heard that? I didn't know nothing. She said stuff to me. I'm like, wow, she's smart. She gave God her all. I want you to see the things. I just wrote them down for you. Just a few. Let me show them to you. She was amazed that God could use the little things she had to give. Small gifts to others. Vegetables from the garden. A piece of pie or cake. A hanging basket. Toiletry. Stop a minute. My mother was not ashamed to walk up to a woman who had needs. Give her toilet tissue and some tampons. You can't say that in church. You're crazy, Clark. Well, it is what it is. There's people out there that have real needs. When are we going to get over being ashamed or whatever and just start giving to people and loving people right where they live? Amen. Not everybody can do what Mama did, but you can give God what you've got. You might be all of us working together might get the job done. Yard work she would do at the church or for people. A quilt or a cross stitch piece. I have several. I had three on my Christmas tree this year that are my mother's. Kim makes sure when she puts them on the tree, not because I ask, but because she loves me. She makes sure those cross stitch pieces are on the front of the tree where I can see them. Isn't that beautiful? Don't be ashamed to give little things to people. All they won't like it. Give it to them anyway. Amen. Rebate checks. Back in the day, there was a lot of rebate checks. You remember those? Mama would do the rebate and send your name, put your name on the address. You'd get the check. When she died, I probably got 30 or 40 of them after her death. $2, $1, so I could go to McDonald's and have breakfast. 
That's a mama that loves you right there. Flea market proceeds. You take her mess you found by the road and take it and sell it and help people. Coupon savings. Time for people. Provide transportation. She used to pick Miss Dorset up all the time, I remember. Mr. and Mrs. Christie, a blind couple, and their two boys. Pick them up. Is that true? Flat out it's true. Words of encouragement, etc., etc., etc. Amen. I know this is a lot, but I'm going to tell you, this is short compared to what it could be. She became one of the biggest givers at that little country church, and that's according to her pastor. Whether he remembers telling me that or not, that's what he told me. Not just money, but giving and life and doing. This was a ministry that was started, the Dorcas ministry. Linda mentioned it, helping people. We're not going to read all that, Rog. We're going to go through it. But Mama helped do that. Country had nothing. You can't do that when you ain't got nothing. You'd be surprised what you can do. Got an email from a lady that I knew that was from here, stopped by Rockingham, met people at the church, and then she wanted to write me a letter and set me straight on how great my mama was. <laughs> this is crazy. I'm not going to read the letter, but there it is, okay? It's crazy. She touched people, baby. You hear me or not? Keep going. My mama wasn't dead and brought back to life like the Dorcas lady in the story in the Bible, but my mother was brought back to life. She was that drunk sitting in that chair. God came into her life, and she changed the world. That's pretty exciting, amen? Twenty-five years ago, she was murdered. That's why I'm doing this message today. She was born again. She was given new life in Jesus Christ. And because of my mama, many believed. And some of them are my brothers and sisters. My brother Kenny was an atheist, he said. So my mother took money from couponing and yard selling and paid for my brother's boy to go to a Christian school in Winston-Salem. And she said, you ought to give him a fighting chance. You're an atheist. Okay? Let him go to the Christian school and he can make up his own mind. Mama knew what she was doing. It won't long. The people at the Christian school influenced my brother and he became a Christian. And then he started paying a tuition. Mama was slick, man. <laughs> Don't mess with Mama. She'll get you. Amen. One last letter and I'm done today. It's 12 o'clock. I know. You're about to die, aren't you? Are you hungry? Pack, you'll be fine. They're already losers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I went to see Minnesota beat them in Minneapolis three weekends ago. I loved every second of it. No. I shouldn't say that. You know why? Because that might be bad for me later today. Come on. One last letter and I'm done. It's a letter from him. Joey. Here it is. Mama by Joey Bird. When I think of Ann Riley, of course it was Ann Clark Riley, many fond memories parade through my mind. I see her with her sweat rag on, working on the church landscape. Red tips, pompous grass with a rose of Sharon planted carefully to make the church look special. I see her across my desk asking to start a ministry to those in need. This was the beginning of the Dorcas ministry, which has helped scores of people around the world. His letter... I remember as a lonely pastor, overwhelmed by responsibilities, a knock at my door early one evening. It was Mrs. Riley with several bags of groceries. With her contagious smile, she reassured me everything was going to be all right. 
She visited Linda and I and the children one evening when we lived in a very small house behind the church. She said it was time for us to have a bigger place. You're my pastor and you're going to have a nice place, she insisted. Soon after, we moved into a nicer place. Don't shortchange these people. These people of God. Did you hear me? That believe God and are willing to work for God and do for God. They can move mountains. You hear me? I remember just before she was murdered, coming to the altar and praying for her husband, Riley, they called him, hoping he would come to know the Lord. She'd been threatened, beaten, and deprived, but she still prayed for him and claimed Romans 8, 28. I remember the, remember the night of her death. She was praising the Lord for His goodness and His grace. I followed her to the parking lot after the service to see her new used pickup truck. She talked about all the things she could now do for the Lord since she had transportation. She was ministry-minded to the end. This is good for us as going into a new year. I hope you're hearing it. Joey says on and on I could go, but I close with a quote from Teddy Roosevelt. There's never been a man or woman in our history who led a life of ease whose name is worth remembering. Did you hear me? Ann Riley, Ann Clark Riley, is worth remembering. Three thoughts today from Mama. You've got to give God His first. Give Him your what? Give Him your life and give Him your all. Let's thank Him for His Word this morning. Come on, amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Boom. Amen. That was a good day. Way to end the, new, the old year of 2018. Let's get on our...